serving a life sentence in this California prison since 1973, when, at the age of 24, he murdered his mother, then called police and confessed to having dismembered college co-eds for two years, as well as cannibalizing and raping their headless bodies. When someone abandons himself to being a victim, he's gonna have to be one. With an IQ of 136, Kemper is now the prison's best reader of books for the blind. Saying I've wanted to kill my mother since I was eight years old, and I'm not proud of that. It started with surrogates at a non-human level. Physical objects, my possessions, other people's destruction of things that are cared about, and then destruction of things that are living on a lower level, small animals, uh, insects, animals, and then finally people. It started coming to a head again, so I went back down, I ran away back down there. And then a month later, I'm up living with my grandparents in the mountains, and ten months later, I murdered her. It made it worse to be on top of a mountain. I was literally on top of a mountain when it happened. And I could sense, I sensed everybody in the world just stopping what they were doing, turning around, saw what I did, and are coming to get me. And I knew I was paranoid at that moment. I knew anybody that came up there and gave me a funny look or a fishy eye or quizzical look, I'd have blown their brains out thinking they were coming to get me. And if it had been in a city, I would have been a mass murderer at age 15. I would have killed until they gunned me down, 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 down. Hey guys, how's it going today? <laughs> so today we've got a bit of a different show where we're not going to get too, uh, I mean, we'll, we'll probably go on tangents like we typically do, but this time it's going to be in reverse instead of going on tangents that are off, off the, the paranormal stuff. We're going to be uh, doing a show talking about horror movies and I'm sure we'll go on tangents about paranormal stuff in this one. It'll be a nice, a nice reversal. Yeah, I think the whole show is going to be one long tangent. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. But it's October, so you know, time to dust off those old horror movies. And felt like a good way to bring in the month would be to talk about horror movies of all shapes and sizes. We're, we won't discriminate, but uh, I think it's cool that that there's a lot of horror movies out there that were based on true events or, or alleged true events, I should say. Yeah. And it's, there's some that are based on it in a different way. There's a lot of cool directors who really put their twist and add a lot of art and stuff mm -hmm. to the, to a, you know, some article or something like that and made it a whole new story, but you'd be surprised to find out what's based on true shit. Yeah. And then you, you've got, there's a lot of stuff out there that'll say based on true events or based on true blah, 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 whatever. And then you look into it and you're like, that's not anything like, like for instance, that movie alien abduction, it mm. says it's based on true events and it takes place in the, uh, the Brown mountains of wherever the Brown mountains are. I can't, I think North Carolina, but there's these, there's an actual phenomenon called the Brown mountain lights. And they're basically just these lights that people see along the horizon. And they've been reported, I guess, since the 1800s and certain periods of time, there's more activity than others. But they're just these mystery lights and people don't know what they are. It's like the, uh, what is it? The Marfo mystery lights. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that's in, that'll actually I have no idea where that is. I can't remember, but. Those are just lights that, that you can see from like some observation dock, but it's like, it's the same type of deal. 
But this movie, Alien Abduction, is one of those found footage movies where there's a family that goes on a camping trip and they see weird lights in the sky and then start being harassed by aliens and eventually abducted. And that's, you know, pretty much the movie. <laughs> the, the title says it all, Alien Abduction. <laughs> but, they, you know, and they say that was based on true events, but the true events were that these lights are a thing. And the whole story is completely fabricated. Yeah, I find they do that too often. They'll make a movie about an airplane crash and people surviving and dinosaurs coming out of some old ancient cave and it'll say based on true events and the only thing true about it was there was a plane crash. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you know this, but Godzilla was based on true events. Yeah. There is a a city called Tokyo in Japan. you, you You can't deny it. Nope. Godzilla is based on true events. Yep. Heard it here first. The Whatcast breaking news. <laughs> what are, what are oh. some of your favorites that are based on true? My favorite movie, well, one of my favorite movies is The Exorcist. I love that movie. Yeah, The Exorcist. Oh, fuck, The Exorcist is awesome. Yeah. I think I like the book better though. Oh yeah, the book is great. It's a weird book. I've read it once and I probably won't ever read it again. Really? I would totally read it again. I've only read it once as well, though, but I would definitely read it again. I enjoyed the shit out of it. Yeah, and yeah. it made me enjoy the, the movie a lot more, too. Oh, yeah. It's great. Like, I the love book it. is just so creepy. Yeah, very, very weird book. There's so many other, like, hidden backstories to a lot of people there. There's, like, hidden background people in the film that have a way bigger story that have nothing to do with The Exorcist. Yeah, like... um I don't remember his name in the book, but he was the astronaut. Yeah. And I guess in, I don't remember if it was the movie, because it's it's really weird the way he did the book. The What 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 is it? William Peter Blatty? Was that who did it? Yeah. He, uh, he wrote both the book and the screenplay. And there's weird things in the, in the movie that doesn't make any sense and is given no context if you just watch the movie. Like the part where they're at the party and, and she comes down and she points at the guy and he's, and she says, you're going to die up there. They don't give any context to that whatsoever. It's just like, oh, that's kind of fucking creepy. This girl just said you're going to die up there. But in the book, it's explained and fleshed out. He was a astronaut and he was going to be going on a, on a mission into, into outer space. And then, and somehow this little girl knew that and said he was going to die up there. So it was like this really freaky thing. Then he, he did uh, The Exorcist 2, but he also wrote a book that was a sequel. And I think the sequel to The Exorcist ended up being the third Exorcist movie. Or yeah. Maybe, I don't know. There's there's something something weird about the way that he wrote three books, and I think there were three movies, but one of them was different. But one of them centered on this astronaut when he came back to Earth. And I guess he was confronted again by this evil spirit or something. I don't really remember. I never read the other books. I just know they exist and, and that they kind of tie in with the movies and kind of don't. It's a little different here, a little different there. I think uh, Blatty was totally removed from the second movie and then wrote and directed the third. That would make sense. Yeah, I think part two was just one of those quick sequels. Yeah. Trying to make a franchise. Yeah. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. 
But yeah, but yeah if, you, if anyone who loves that movie who hasn't read the book, you need to read the book and then watch the movie again. You'll be like, holy shit. Yeah. It's really, it's, I, I saw the movie once before I read it. And I, you know, I thought it was a pretty cool movie and all, but it wasn't, it wasn't as effective for me until I read the book. And then once I read it, I went back and watched the movie again. And, and I was blown away by all the, the creepiness that I overlooked the first time. Oh, wow. See, I loved the film. And then I read the book and it just, it kind of just made it like a bigger quote unquote world. Just back, like I said, background stuff, just like there. Their housekeeper, he has a German or Swedish, he says, housekeeper. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the book, they have like a junkie son that they support, and there's like a huge backstory to that. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of cool things like that, so it's just like opening up a a different portal to that whole genre or whatever, the mythos of Exorcist, the world it created. Yeah, it was really cool, the way all that shit tied in, but I don't Do you know if that was based on any actual exorcism or was it just kind of based on the idea of of an exorcism from what i understand it was an exorcism of a little boy i don't i can't i'd have to look it up it's something that i read about a long time ago like when i was a kid mm-hmm. but it was based off this exorcism i guess they have like this i don't I want to call it a convention maybe just i'll just say a meeting with a bunch of priests every year to talk about exorcism because of this case and the little boy wow. ended up dying and all that stuff. So, there's a lot of cool exorcist movies or exorcism movies out there. You're not going to top The Exorcist, obviously, but nah. I mean, there's, there's a lot, of, really there's a lot of good horror movies out there besides that about possession. True. But yeah, that one is like uh, I, I. Did you ever see? Yeah, The Last Exorcism. I may have. It was a found footage movie. Okay, yeah, I did. About the the preacher who was like a, a fraud he used all these tricks to make people think he was an exorcist mm-hmm. and then that girl was actually he thought it might have been an actual possession and then in the end he gets his faith back and finds out that yeah, stuff happens <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to give spoilers right for anyone who hasn't seen it but it's a found footage movie so you know how found footage movie usually ends yeah but it was, I, I liked how the entire time they, they kind of left you, like, you didn't know if she was batshit crazy or if she really was possessed. And that's what I really liked about that movie. Cause it wasn't, it wasn't clear until the end what, what the case was. Yeah. That was but I don't, that, that one was obviously one that was just like, I don't think that was based on anything. It was just talking about. I, they they just had a creepy premise with with an exorcist, I guess. I was kind of bummed out when found footage became a genre of film, but there is a couple good ones. Yeah, there's some good ones. Speaking of which, have you seen um, what the fuck the the one that I told you about last week? Um, Grave Encounters. Did no, you watch not yet. that? Not yet. Oh, dude, it's so good. <laughs> as far as found footage films go, it's so good because it's just. It's one of those bro ghost hunter guys, you know, like the, the, oh, a ghost hunter. Look at with my gelled hair and black <laughs> t-shirt, you know, those guys. Yeah. And, uh, it's just him with like some, some like over the top, ridiculous phony psychic. And then some goth looking chick 
who's into the occult like it, like it, all the cliches it's so great then like typical like kind of overweight cameraman guy nice so every every yeah. ghost hunting tv show there is basically yeah yeah they they hit all the they hit all the bases with it but then they uh it, the the movie's centered on the disappearance of this team and they were filming the sixth episode of the first season of the show grave encounters which hadn't aired yet at that point. And it starts off with, uh, you get like a quick little interview, I guess, with, I don't know if it was like the president of the network or some, maybe the producer, I don't know, but some like high up guy that had something to do with the, the production of the show. And he was, he basically was just saying, this is not an episode of the show. This is footage that has only been edited for time. And we don't know what happened to these guys, et cetera, et cetera. Then it just goes and it's, it sh- it's kind of like them doing the show, but then you're seeing like behind the scenes stuff of what they're doing between takes on the show. And, but then it leads up to shit going down and then, then it gets, it gets pretty cool, but it's definitely one to check out, especially if you like, I, I, I don't, I really don't know why, but for some reason I am such a sucker for found footage movies. <laughs> I like if if there's one I'm like oh I gotta go see it and more than half the time they suck there's only a handful of good ones but I I just can't stop watching them <laughs> but this one is actually a quality one that's cool I want to go back yeah. and rewatch the first Blair Witch I haven't seen that since it came out really yeah my girlfriend and I usually watch that every Halloween every night we will watch a horror movie and if we can't watch a horror movie we'll we. <laughs> We will at least watch an episode or two of Tales from the Crypt <laughs> just to, but literally every single night in October, that's, that's what we do. Horror movie or Tales from the Crypt. That's awesome. Yeah. For, uh, we're, we're popping, popping things off tomorrow with Oculus. Ooh. Yeah. I don't, I really don't know if it's good or not. I just remember seeing previews and it had something to do with the mirror. So I, I was interested just based on that alone. So when movies got all focused on these campy, quick pace horror movies, like what in the early two thousands, I just I just kind of stopped watching horror movies at that point. And and you, well, you kept up with them, and like, what was it, Cabin in the Woods? That was fucking great. I would have been bummed oh, out if Cabin I never in the saw Woods that. was fantastic. Yeah, that's but I would have never watched it. Have a, how wrong am I with saying that it's pretty much all shit? Yeah, it's at least eighty percent shit. I would say hmm. there's a lot of good indie ones though. Like if you look out on Netflix, especially on Instant Watch, there's a ton of them that are actually pretty good. Like I give horror movies a different rating system than I would regular movies. Yeah. Like to me, if 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 a horror movie is pretty good, then it's like fantastic, you know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Just because there's so much shit out there. Like if you're like, yeah, you know, that was pretty good. Like I feel like that's a night a night well spent. Yeah, it's like a mark in the horror movies not dying chalkboard. Yeah, yeah. I watched uh Earlier today, I watched Shrooms. Have you seen that? No. It's I've, about... I've uh, heard of it. These, it's actually... Like, you hear the name Shrooms and you think super cheese. It's really not that bad. It's got kind of a weird twist ending, but it's not as bad as, like, say, High Tension <laughs> with that... With that fucking... Oh, God damn that movie. Everybody so loved good. that movie when it came out. I... Dude... I was like at the edge of my seat the whole time. Like this movie is fucking amazing. I, I don't know what the deal. Cause like I heard people shitting on it. I'm like, how can people shit on this? This movie's fucking great. 
And then it happened, and I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, fuck you, movie. <laughs> fuck you. The, I mean, it was it was kind of a similar ending in this, but it wasn't anywhere near as far-fetched, and it kind of made sense. But it, it's about this group of kids that goes to Ireland. They've, they know a dude who lives in Ireland, and he knows all about the local mushrooms, I guess. And during this one season, he has them all come, and they're going to go camping in the woods and drink mushroom tea and all that shit. And uh, hilarity ensues. <laughs> Not really hilarity, but, you know, murder. <laughs> That's sort of thing. <laughs> but there's a, there was like a, a cool backstory to the area with uh, some weird boarding school and sadistic order of knights and all sorts of crazy shit going down there. So there's like this local ghost story that is kind of like the, the backdrop for the events taking place. It's pretty neat. I liked it. I've seen it on Netflix. It's been up there, but I never watched it. Yeah, I... This morning, I, I was just late in bed. I'm like, you know, I kind of want to watch a movie. So I was looking through Netflix. And I'm like, oh, this movie sounds like it could be cool. And even if it's based on the name, I'm like, even if it's a shitty movie, it maybe it'll at least elicit a few laughs. Yeah. And then I started watching. I'm like, I think I've seen this movie before. And then like 20 minutes in, I was like, yeah, I, I, I watched it last year. <laughs> I didn't even remember watching it uh -oh. until like 20 minutes in. And then I start, then I'm like, oh, okay, I remember exactly what happens now. Like it just came back piece by piece and then it all hit me at once and I recalled what happened. But yeah, I sat through it twice and it's pretty good. That's cool. I got to do some research and find out what quote unquote modern hoarding movies are really good. Yeah, there's not much though, man. Modern horror really sucks. Yeah. And like, I know what you're talking about in the early 2000s where it was like they're trying to redo the whole slasher genre. Yeah. Like slasher movies weren't the same after the 80s for one. And then after Scream came out and they turned the slasher thing on its ear and did the, the whole smart slasher movie thing, they, like you really can't go anywhere with slasher movies that hasn't already been done. So any slasher movie that comes out, you know what's going to happen. Yeah. So now they kind of rely more on like over the top violence and, and gore and shit like that to make it scary. And it's just at that point, it's not scary. It's just, you're just like disturbed by it or like grossed out. Like that's what they're going for. Now they're not going for genuine like fear anymore. You know? Yeah. I think there is a difference between gore movies and horror movies. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, sure, the premise behind gore movies is usually scary, like Saw or, or uh, what's that other one? Hostel. You know, I've never it, seen it, any it, of those. I've, I've seen the first two Saw movies. I've never seen Hostel, but I, I read about it, so I know what, what the deal is. But that, the, I, those movies just aren't for me. I mean, it's, it's kind of a scary premise, but then you put in the over-the-top graphic violence and up-close, like, cutting eyeballs out and shit like that <laughs> like it's that's not scary at that point that's just like i said it's disturbing or, or disgusting it's it's i can handle violence in a horror movie you know like i've seen jason kill a girl by by smashing her body in a sleeping bag against a tree you know <laughs> i mean that's pretty fucking violent but it you don't need unnecessary graphic gore and torture and all that shit like that that just doesn't appeal to me yeah, me neither. There's tasteful horror movies, but 
when it comes just to the super gore. Just, like, I, I can, and even like gore, like, like, uh, the Walking Dead movies, for instance, or not Walking Dead, Evil Dead. Yeah. Like, the Evil Dead movies, they're super gory, but it's like over the top, like gallons of blood, you know? Yeah. It's not like surgery on a living person or something, you know? Yeah. Like, the dude cuts his hand off and it basically turns into a fire hose of blood. <laughs> That's what I, I love the evil dead movies. Even, even the remake. Have you seen the remake? No, see that's, I'm too scared of it being one of those shitty ass modern day horror movies. And I know don't, that man. Raimi and don't, don't, don't think that way. It's fucking good. It's I might watch really it. Fucking, I, I would say definitely watch it. It's kind of, it's a little bit like the original, like the basic premise is still there. Mm-hmm. The characters are all different though, obviously. Yeah. And different stuff happens, but it's the same basic premise. But there's none of the camp whatsoever. They just do it like a straight horror movie and it's really effective. Yeah, I might check that out then. Yeah. I cause the the original Evil Dead is one of my favorite horror movies of all time. Oh yeah. I fucking love that movie. And I still think it's an effective horror movie. The only thing that kind of detracts from it is the the special effects. But, I mean, the movie was made like 35 years ago or something. <laughs> you know, it's been a while. Yeah. It's weird to think but, about how old I mean, that movie for, is. Yeah, I know, right? It's older than we are. <laughs> <laughs> and some days I feel pretty fucking old, let me tell you. <laughs> but it's good, man. Definitely check it out. Don't miss it because you think it's a... I mean, it's it's not on the same level as Cabin in the Woods, but it's very close. Don't miss out on it. What about Tucker and Dale versus Evil? Have you seen that? Yeah, my wife watched it, and she said I'd like it, so she made me watch that, and that was pretty cool. And it was gory, but it wasn't over the top. Like, yeah. it, obviously, it was over top with like holding people's lower halves of torsos and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it wasn't like like a like a ten minute neck cutting scene or like you know. And it was and it was done with comedic effect. Yeah. Like he's still trying to help the guy even though his torso <laughs> is mangled. And, oh my god, that movie! I I didn't know what to expect. My friend just told me to watch it, and I'm like Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Like the name just made it sound like it was going to be super cheesy, and I you know I I I had very little faith. And then I watched it, and oh my god, that was! I'm I'm watching it again this year. We we watched it last year, and that's that's going to be a repeat view, without a doubt. It's fantastic. I love that movie. Yeah, I think that's an instant classic. Yeah, because it's so unexpected. It it takes the uh, creepy redneck in the woods murdering people to a whole different level. I want to say I thought they were making a second one. I kind of hope they don't. I. Just leave leave the first one. It's it's magic. I agree. I'm glad they did the, that with like Shaun of the Dead too. They just left it alone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that would have been terrible if they did a. Sh- I, well, actually, I don't know if they did a Shaun of the Dead sequel. I bet it would be pretty good. Well, yeah, they would have to wait like they have like for like ten, twelve years. But the thing is, with with the way that Shaun of the Dead ended, it kind of didn't give it any room for a sequel. Yeah. Because, you know, they kind of, when it ended, zombies were like a regular part of society at that point, And it had been, the whole thing had been dealt with. And so it really wouldn't make sense. I'm sure they could think of a clever way to do it, but 
it it just wouldn't be as good, I don't think. But there's there's a ton of movies that should have stopped at the first one. First, what's your favorite horror movie of all time, and what's your favorite classic horror movie? And by that, I mean Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees. The original Halloween. Actually, the first two Halloween, but mostly mostly the original. But I, I do enjoy the second one quite a bit. And I like, I say both of them because it's, it takes place on the same night. So it's, you know, the same story. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh my God, he died. Then somehow we've got to figure out a way to bring him back, like all the Jason ones. Um, yeah, Halloween is definitely my favorite of the classics. I also really like Nightmare on Elm Street one and three. Yeah, those are awesome. Three was the first Nightmare on Elm Street I ever saw, and that scared the shit out of me when I was like nine or ten years old. <laughs> I could not sleep. I was so I was terrified. Yeah, the um, first one did that to me too. That one fucked me up when I was a little kid. I didn't see the first one until a couple of years later. I saw the third one was the first one I saw. Then I saw the second one, which is like the worst one ever. I don't know. Freddy's Dead was pretty shitty too. I think I watched one of Freddy versus Jason, I think. Yeah. Holy shit. Freddy versus Jason was just fun. It was, there was nothing scary about it. Sure, it if you just... want to call it fun, I guess. <laughs> uh, I mean, a lot shoot of people myself shit in the it. fucking mouth. I, I, uh, I really enjoyed it for so, like, I actually own that movie. Oh, no. Yeah, I, I do own that movie. <laughs> but, uh, I've, I've got a pretty big horror collection, though. So I I, I kind of felt like I had to have that movie, but um I don't know for as far as favorite horror movie of all time though fuck dude that's that's a tough one um either Evil Dead or Jaws probably nice one of those two there's a lot of movies I love that I don't know if I'd consider horror or like a suspense or I don't know even sci-fi. I don't know well, if they, I, I, with horror. I mean, my I have this argument with one of my friends all the time, where he says horror is not a genre. Or he goes, "What what's a horror movie? It's either going to be a crime film, or a science fiction film, or a fantasy film." So so then I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, you know, he's kind of right. Like the yeah. slasher movies, they're either going to be fantasy, sci-fi, or crime film, and then you've got. All the haunting movies, which would be fantasy, obviously. And then there's like movies like Alien, which would be science fiction. Like it, it is kind of hard to place, but I can't give him the satisfaction of admitting he's right because he's, <laughs> he's one of those guys who always has to be right. So, uh, he is kind of right on that one. He is, but I will never admit it <laughs> to me. Horror is if I can, if I can walk into Blockbuster, rest in peace. And, and go to the horror section, then it's, then it's a separate genre to me. God damn it. I miss those days of going and grabbing a random horror movie. Yeah. Like in the, in the nineties, it was the best, man. Oh yeah. All the, all the awesome box art from like the old eighties and even like early nineties movies, just going through and looking at, at, at they were still VHS tapes. Yeah. Dude. And you never knew what the hell you were getting. You were just like, oh, this cover looks cool. I'm going to get it. And half the time it really fucking sucked. But yep. every now and again, you'd find that gem. Yeah. That was, it was cool to go to small mom and pop video stores. Yeah. I, I didn't get into a blockbuster until almost before they closed, but just these small indie ones that would just be like, 
it's a scary movie, buy it. And they would find these weird old school gems yep. and shit. It was cool. We used to have one called uh, Video Circuit. <laughs> and that's that's where we would always go. And then when Blockbuster came in, they were getting their asses kicked. So they started doing $1 rentals. And I was like, fuck yeah. Fuck you, Blockbuster. Yeah, we had Asparagus Video. That's the coolest name ever. <laughs> I even remember when Blockbuster was doing the dollar rentals and all that shit. I bought hell well, that of shit was off like them. that was like its death cry, yeah. you know, the, the, the death rattle. <laughs> They're like, "Oh shit, Netflix, dollar rental, no, no late fees." <laughs> they dug their own and grave with late fees. Up. Yeah, especially once Netflix. Do you, I I heard that they had the opportunity to buy Netflix at one point and they declined. Wow. Yeah. And now Netflix is like, Blockbuster who? Yeah. They're one of the eight pillars and the rulers of the world. Yeah. Fucking Netflix, man. If I didn't have Netflix, I would suck. I remember when I used to have to use a disc on my PS3 to watch Netflix. Really? Yeah. I still have the disc. Why? They didn't have an app for it yet? Nope. That's crazy. Yeah, but Freddy Krueger was scary as shit when you were little. Oh, God. And you know what else scared the shit out of me as a little kid? It. Oh, really? Oh my god, dude. It gave me more sleepless nights than any movie ever that I watched as a kid. Wow. Yeah. That I found it more fascinating than anything. I watched the shit out of that when I was a little kid. Oh my Oh, so did I. I watched it cuz cuz remember how it, w- it was a two-part mini series on like ABC or something? <laughs> yeah. We recorded it and nice. we watched it almost every day. Yeah, exactly. But it scared the fucking shit out of us. But by the end of the summer, we were hardened to it. But the first few times watching it, holy shit, man. Yeah, that was a fucking crazy-ass movie, dude. Yeah, and I keep hearing all the rumors about them redoing it. Holy shit, really? Yeah, there have been lots of rumors about that. And apparently it was a go for a while. I don't know if it still is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But they would, have, they would have to not change a fucking thing. No matter I, how I dorky it they sounded. Did, they'd have to do it more more towards the book i think it would just be cool to watch it and not laugh and see like oh it's the guy from night court and it's just oh, the, ca- the cast is like a little i don't know funny sometimes john ritter yeah yeah fall down jack tripper do something wacky <laughs> i w- i wouldn't mind seeing that though. get the get an update so yeah like i said i'm just nervous as i'm just all it's gonna be garbage yeah and and i understand that like when they redid uh well, actually, they redid like the big three in the slashers. They started with Halloween with Rob Zombie's Halloween, which the the first Halloween a lot of people hated. I actually didn't mind the first one. I I don't know. I didn't like it as much as the original, obviously, but it was a lot better than most of the sequels, most of the Halloween sequels from the original universe, I guess. Mm-hmm. But the the second Halloween movie he did was. Probably one of the worst horror movies I've ever seen in my entire life. Really? It was god-awful. And then they did the remake of Friday the 13th, which I enjoyed thoroughly because it made Jason scary instead of a bumbling idiot. Like, you know, in a lot of them, it's just like, oh, it's Jason being Jason. He's just walking through. I don't know. He seemed scary in this one. Back to how he was, like, in the first couple of films he was in. And uh, I, I enjoyed that and i'm still hoping for a sequel to that and then i went and saw the uh, nightmare on elm street remake which i thought was garbage 
I haven't even seen what is it called the Devil's Rejects or any other. Oh ones. yeah, I'm not a big fan of Devil's Rejects, and I kind of like the first the first couple of times I saw House of a Thousand Corpses, I kind of liked it because it I don't know like it kind of it did scare me a bit, but it was kind of in a disturbing type of way, like like your first time watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And so that's kind of, and I'm like, wow, nothing's made me feel like that since the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. And then I started thinking about it more and I'm like, actually, I think that's exactly what he was trying to do was make it feel because it felt a lot like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, he sure borrows but, a lot from Toby Hooper for sure. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. But um, I don't know. House of a Thousand Corpses isn't bad. And if you haven't seen it, I would say see that one. Don't bother with Devil's Rejects, though. To me, that was more like Natural Born Killers. Hmm. Whereas the first one, you've got the group of people being, you know, stalked and killed, basically, and tormented by this family. And then in Devil's Rejects, the main characters are the family. So you're seeing things play out through their eyes rather than through the eyes of the victims. And it just, it, I didn't like that. Because you establish these characters, you establish this universe, and then you like completely switch it on us to this whole different thing. You know, it's a sequel, but it's a completely different style of movie. And the only thing that are the same are the characters. But even the characters seemed different than they did in the first one. Hmm. So I say skip Devil's Rejects. If you haven't seen House of a Thousand Corpses, at least give it a try. Doesn't he have a new one coming out, or did he just do a new one? In that, like, in that series, or like, no, just, a, just new a new movie? horror movie? I heard he was attached to the Blob remake, but I haven't heard anything <laughs> about that since. He did, um, actually, yeah, he did this one movie. Fuck, I forgot all about it. I, I watched it last year, though, but it stars his girlfriend in it, like all his movies do. And, or his wife, I guess now. Um, but it was about some, some witch's cult. Oh, Lords of Salem, it says. Lords of Salem, yeah. That was, was the one. And that one, I I only saw that one time last year, last October. And I don't really... I remember thinking it wasn't horrible, but I also didn't think it was anything I would ever want to watch again or really recommend to anybody. But I don't really remember too much about it. Except there was like some weird ritual they had to perform and that, I don't know, that involved this girl. I think she, maybe she got pregnant or something. I don't fucking know. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was, it was weird. It was, yeah. Well, this next movie it was about what a it was. Hockey team, so. What's that? <laughs> well, his next movie's about a fucking hockey team, so you can keep his Lords of Salem. It's about a hockey team? Yeah, he's doing a, a movie about the. Philadelphia Flyers during the 1970s. What? A rough and tumble what? U.S. hockey team. Rob Zombie is doing a movie about a hockey team. Yes, sir. What the fuck? <laughs> that makes no sense. Written and directed by. Oh, God. And then he has another yeah. horror movie in the works, too. I uh, I read a, a pretty funny criticism about him one time. I think it was either Final Girl or Horror Digest. I don't remember, but um, they they were talking about his movies and how they were really bored by his thing because 
all his characters are all like the trailer park rednecks. Mm-hmm. Like even if they live in the suburbs, they still has to be the white trash character. Really, if you watch his Halloween movies, like Halloween takes place in the suburbs, but Michael Myers, for some reason, has a stepdad who is a white trash redneck piece of shit, just like everybody else in all his movies. Mm-hmm. And like Devil's Rejects and House of a Thousand Corpses, that's like all the characters <laughs> in those movies, except for the, the victims in the first one. But all the other characters in the movie are white trash rednecks. And then... uh even in uh, Lord of Salem, there's white trash redneck. I don't know. I don't get it. But that's like his thing. I think it's safe to say his movies are like his music. I don't know, man. White Zombie was the shit. I don't know. If you got to yell, yeah, after everything you say. Yeah. I think you can work yeah. on it before you start making CDs. <laughs> that, but that was, that was kind of his thing, though. The yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That it's never really bothered me. stupid thing. That never really bothered me, but the last two White Zombie albums were, were so fucking good, though, but as far as Rob Zombie goes, I'm so sick of his shit. <laughs> Whether it be music or movies, like, I'm so sick of his shit. All his music sounds exactly the same, and, like, even his first solo album, there were, like, four or five good songs on there. So, another genre that we haven't even... Top really got into this one, but the uh, the whole subgenre of the the haunted house movies. I've enjoyed most of those that I've seen. There's a lot of really good ones. There's still some shit though. There's a lot of shit. Yeah. There's a lot of poo poo. <laughs> I love their Teen Ghosts. Oh no, no! What? You didn't like I, that one? No, I did when I when I watched it in like '97 or whenever that yeah, came out. But I haven't seen it since, so. I, I did, then. and it was fucking terrible. Oh, Tony Shalhoub didn't cut it for you? No, neither did <laughs> Shannon Elizabeth or whatever the hell her name is. Yeah, that's right. Or or Rod Digga. <laughs> I I did not enjoy that movie when I watched it again. Because I, I, I actually went and saw it in the theater. I was like, oh, that's so awesome. That's a glass house and all the fucking magical symbols and everything and ghosts and cool designs. Because, like, all the ghosts looked cool. Yeah. A movie can have but, a good design team and still be shit. Yeah. When you watch it later, you see they looked cool in a very cliched manner. Yes, I agree with that. It wasn't as original as you thought it was back in the late 90s or whatever. That's a good way to put it. Anytime I see anything that has to do with that movie, that's pretty much the exact thing I think. It was yeah. a little, a little cliche-ish. Yeah. I, and I don't even remember anything being really all that effective and scaring me even watching it the first time. No, it was just more interesting. I just sat there and went, oh, I want those glasses. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> I wish my walls looked like that. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't, I, I didn't like that movie. The, have you seen uh, the remake of House on Haunted Hill? No, I never did. I've actually never seen the original, which I heard is fantastic. But this one was really creepy, but it kind of the ending kind of ruined it. And also the fact that, um, fuck, I can't remember his name, used to be on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> he did Night of the Roxbury with Will Ferrell. Uh, Chris Kattan. Yeah. Yeah. He was in it. And I fucking hate that guy. 
So that immediately took me out of it. But there was still some pretty effective creepiness in there. But he really brought the movie down a lot because I can't fucking stand him. Uh, and A lot of people can't. Yeah, he's really obnoxious and stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw, I think the same year, the remake of The Haunted came out, and that was complete and utter shit. <laughs> what was with when you Liam told me to watch? Oh, with Liam, I don't, I don't, wouldn't watch him in a ghost movie anyway. Yeah, if he's not kicking ass, I want nothing to do with him. Pretty much at this point, <laughs> either fight wolves or don't make any more movies. <laughs> then he fought wolves. Yeah. Have you seen that one, The, the Gray? Gray? Yeah, that was yeah. pretty cool. I like that movie a lot. Yeah, and I really liked the way it ended too. It was such a good ending. Yeah, it was. Fuck yeah! Don't show what happens. Just know it happened, and that's you go away knowing that it happened, and that's it. Yep. Loved it. I think it was because I mean, even if he survived the wolf, he was gonna die in the wilderness by himself. Oh yeah, he was so doomed. Awesome. Yeah, he's dead regardless. But oh man, such a good movie. The Hunting in Connecticut. I think you told me to watch. I watched oh that no, I would never tell you to watch that unless I told you unless I was telling you to watch a shitty movie. Like, what? hey, you want to see a shitty movie? Watch Hunting in Connecticut with Donald Sutherland, right? No. What one's the one with Donald Sutherland then? Um, shit. Yeah, I don't know. An American Haunting. Oh, I recommended that to you? I think so. I don't think I did. I didn't really enjoy that movie all that much. It would be weird if I, <laughs> if I <laughs> told you to watch it. Maybe I watched something you told me to watch and then watch that as well. But it's more of one of those suspense ones, which I like, so. Yeah. There, there's a there's a few like that that are pretty good that that still have some effective scares, but yeah, I don't even really re- like I I saw that in the theater when it came out, and I remember it's about the Bell Witch, right? I don't remember. I'm pretty sure it's about the Bell Witch, but I can't remember what happened in the movie at all. I don't know. Well, obviously, it wasn't that good because neither of us remember shit yeah. about it. Yeah. But one of my favorite haunted house movies is definitely Poltergeist. Those movies scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. And I think we've talked about that before. We've talked about a lot of shit we've talked about tonight before on the show. But I fucking still can't watch that movie. Any of them. Really? Yeah. Fucking oh, good I, on those. I'm going to watch that with my with my nine-year-old nice. this year. See, if you, see, see uh, how he does with that. My oldest is all into, like, horror stuff now, like. It freaks her out, too. So she's like, I think I watched too many scary things. I'm like, I tell you not to watch that shit. <laughs> Don't watch that I stuff. Used, that's how I used to be, though. I used to love to scare myself until it was time to go to bed. Then I would be so terrified. Like, why did I do that? Oh, my God. <laughs> but, like, while I was watching it, I loved it. I, I, I mean, to this day, I watch more horror movies than I do anything else. I don't watch that many movies, but I don't know. I, I, horror is one of the main genres that I like. I, I like a lot of old school horror, not, not yeah. the new stuff. So, Yeah, like I said, with the new stuff, you got to go indie. All the, like, I had such high hopes for, um, oh, shit. The, but the Conjuring. The Conjuring. Oh, okay. I had such high hopes for that, and then I saw it, and I was so disappointed. To the point of anger? I don't know if I'd say to the point of anger, <laughs> but... I, I just felt let down. Like, I felt like I was betrayed by those fuckers. Like, you, you made me believe this was going to be the scariest movie ever. 
Oh, speaking of which, a good one that's a recent one is Sinister. Have you seen that? I've been told to watch it a few times, but it just yes. it doesn't look interesting at all. Dude, it's so scary, especially because you have kids. It's so scary. See, again, a kid's thing, eh, I'd kick a fucking kid in the mouth. Yeah, but that's the thing. Oh, you got to see it, man. I'm not going to tell you anything about it other than <laughs> you need to see it. But it's it's one of the it's one of the better modern horror movies that I've seen, and and it was actually pretty scary. I'll give it a shot then. There there are some pretty good scares in it. Um, have you seen The Strangers? No, that was one filled with stupidity, but I still enjoyed the fuck out of it. Really? Like I it kept me on the edge of my seat the whole time, despite the fact that the main characters were making the stupidest decisions ever. Like they were just stupid decision after stupid decision. Like you guys could have fucking got through this. No problem. But you had to make it hard on yourselves and be fucking stupid. But despite all that, I was on the edge of my seat the entire fucking time. Hmm. And um, that's one that I guess was actually based on true events. Yes, it was. Um, I don't remember where they took place. But I know the story goes that there was two cabins somewhere. And uh, in one cabin was a kid and his friend. And in the other cabin was his mom and her boyfriend or her husband or something. I don't know. And I don't remember which one it was, but one of the cabins got broken into. And someone, I think it was the mother's cabin got broken into and she was murdered. And her son found her the next day. But it could have been the other way around. Mm. It, it was a while since I saw or since I read about that, but. That's what the that's the event that the strangers was supposed to be based on was that weird killing. I found a lot of articles about horror movies that were based on actual events, but it was just like like that, like oh shit, somebody broke into somebody's house and killed them. Yeah, no shit, that happens. Yeah. So it wasn't those ones didn't interest me. Like again with the kid thing, like the movie Chucky was based off a real doll. Who fuck yeah. cares? Yeah, my buddy, and they changed it to good uh, guess. <laughs> I had him, my buddy. I didn't. Actually, now that I think about it, the original Child's Play movie, like the the first one, mm-hmm. I didn't see until recently. Oh, really? I saw, yeah, I saw all the sequels, and I saw bits and pieces of of the original, but I never saw the whole thing until a few years ago. Wow. Um, but as a kid, like as a really little kid, like fucking second grade, I remember seeing the cover of it, at the video store and just the cover alone scared the shit out of me and i never wanted like i had nightmares about chucky and i had never seen the movie (laughs) but i had nightmares based just on that cover wow yeah fuck dolls yeah but one of my favorite and this is another one of my favorite horror movies is fucking puppet master that one was scary as shit when i was a kid dude it's I actually have uh, a life-sized figure of Blade really? in my, prominently displayed in my living room. That's awesome. And for anyone who, who doesn't know who Blade is, but is familiar with Puppet Masters, Blade was the one who had like the white skull face, and he wore a black fedora and a black trench coat. And one hand was a hook, and the other hand was a small knife blade. 
That one in Basket Case. Those ones freaked me the fuck out. Which one was Basket Case? I, I don't know. If I, that one. I dude, I seriously watched ten minutes of it before I turned it off. It was just like a bunch of like mutated people, from what I can gather. But it was just so odd and so fucking strange. Like that late '80s underground horror it was so weird. Hmm. Yeah, I haven't heard of that one. I'll put some pictures in the show notes. Yeah, Full Moon for a while was like just cranking out movies, and the, and a lot of them were so shitty, and they. But good shit though, good shit. Yeah, I mean they 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 did all the the Puppet Master movies, and Doll like Man, I actually bro. enjoyed like the first. Oh, I forgot about Doll Man. <laughs> and then yeah, then Doll Man versus the Demonic Toys. Yeah, like, the Demonic Toys was like their own thing, and they did the crossover. I think there was even a Puppet Master versus Demonic Toys crossover. I there might have so. been. There might have even been a Doll Man and Puppet Master tough crossover. I don't exactly remember, but. The first five Puppet Master movies I fucking love still. Yeah. All the ones after that are complete shit. They even they even came out with a movie that's basically a clip show. It's an hour and a half long clip show of all the other Puppet Master movies. Oh man. With like some stupid story running through. That's terrible. But it's a clip show of all the other it's and I actually watched it. <laughs> like I sat there and watched it. <laughs> And like halfway through, I, I'm like, it's not going to be anything other than a clip show. And I continued to watch it anyway. <laughs> but yeah, like who releases a movie that's a fucking clip show? Come on. Yeah, it's just, that's weird. Yeah, that's very weird. But I still, I love that movie. And because of that movie, I still love Full Moon Entertainment. Yeah, they did a lot of good work for the horror genre, I think. There's a lot of cool shit they made. Yeah, like... uh what was that one with uh, the vampire Radu? Oh, God. Do you remember? I'm looking that up right now. Subspecies. Subspecies, yeah. <laughs> Subspecies. That that was another really good one. I, I never saw any of the sequels to that, but I saw the first one, and I really liked the first one a lot. Yeah, I watched some... What was it? I think... Was it Chud? I don't see? think I've seen Chud yet. I it's It's actually... On Netflix though, and I've got it on my list. Oh yeah, you gotta watch it, dude. It's classic yeah, I, shitty I horror. I plan movie. on watching it. Yeah, I'm gonna watch Night of the Creeps as well. It's <laughs> gonna be awesome. Yeah, I don't know really what else I'm gonna watch yet. Um, I'm probably gonna watch the Carrie remake. Oh, got very uh, very low. I to be honest with you though, I didn't really like the original all that much. Me either. neither. So. You know, I I don't really hold it to like the same standard a lot of people do. Yeah. So I might I might enjoy the remake. I don't know. They need to remake Rosemary's Baby. That that's that could be done easily. I haven't seen that. Oh really? That one's okay. But I know it's that's pretty... like one of the classics. Yeah. This is shot very weird and directed very yeah. interestingly. Yeah. Have you seen um, Ninth Gate? Oh, yeah, that's one of my favorites. Would you consider that a horror movie? See, that's where I get stuck. I don't know. It's about yeah, supernatural shit. It's more of like I mean, a, it's about Satan. Yeah. <laughs> Just like They Live. That's my favorite movie of all time. I don't I don't consider that a horror movie. Yeah. It would be a horror movie. Yeah, I would. To me, that would be. I mean, that's that's like one of what I was talking about earlier. It's a, it's a sci-fi movie. Mm hmm. But it's a horror movie. Exactly. 
Which I guess they're going to remake that, which I'm fucking terrified over. Yeah, I am as well. That's one movie they shouldn't fuck with. There's no need for it, really. It's not no. like it was like some old-ass... I mean, I know it was made in the late 80s. Was it late 80s or early 90s? Probably late Either 80s. way. It holds it wasn't, up like a motherfucker. You don't need to touch yeah. that movie, dude. Yeah, I mean, what the, what needs updating? The, the styles that they're wearing? Like, the effects were fine. Yep. They, they, they didn't need to... I don't know. It's... I hate I hate remaking for re- just for the sake of like fucking RoboCop. Why did they have to remake RoboCop? Why couldn't they just do a new RoboCop adventure? You've talked about that before too. That's a perfect yeah. example. And l- look at Judge Dredd. What they did with Judge Dredd? Ugh. They didn't remake Judge Dredd. Damn they they no. just were like, here here is an adventure with Judge Dredd. You know, we didn't get any backstory. We got nothing that. The the only thing that the the majority of the public knew about Judge Dredd was that fucking Sylvester Stallone was Judge Dredd, and his <laughs> sidekick was fucking Rob Schneider. <laughs> but so I mean that's what that that's what the general public thinks of Judge Dredd, and then they come out with Dredd, and it's just like a day in the, like no backstory on who he is. It's like okay, this is Judge Dredd. This is the person that's with him, and go. And that's it. And it was pretty okay. I just, I don't get movies where you need to do a remake. Like, fucking Spider-Man. We know his origin. Or Batman. How many goddamn times do we need to see Batman's origin? Or Superman's origin? Come on. Enough with the origins. Just run with an adventure. Like, people know who these characters are. Like, no one's going to leave the movie... How did Peter Parker get his powers? <laughs> like, if whoever that person is, launch him out of a fucking cannon. Yeah, don't watch like, that. Like, where the hell have you been? There have been, like, in the past five years, there's been a movie, a, a new movie, I should say, a new movie with his origin. There have been two different TV adaptations. There have been Spectacular Spider-Man and Ultimate Spider-Man. And then within the past fucking 15 years, you've got three other spider-man movies that came like come on we don't need another origin film let's just go yeah they even do that to the cartoons these days they need a i know why like i don't understand why there's a smurf movie in theaters (laughs) in the past three years that's fucking mind-blowing i i haven't i haven't seen them so i don't good for you there's no fucking reason to see them I don't, like, when they made a Garfield movie, I was like, come on, dude. They made Alvin and a Chipmunks an actual movie? What the fuck? You know what's funny about the Garfield movie? In the movie, Garfield is played by Bill Murray. In the Ghostbusters cartoon, Peter Venkman is played by the guy who does the voice for Garfield. Oh, really? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. So apparently that... Voice actor is the poor man's Bill Murray. <laughs> it's too funny. Well, I found some pretty cool shit about movies that were based off true events. Sing it. Nightmare on Elm Street. Get heard, the fuck out of town. Yeah, we've all heard rumors about that being based on true events. And being a kid, I was like, there's no fucking burnt up dude killing people in her fucking dreams anywhere. That never happened. So it's probably not based on anything. But there is an Elm Street. <laughs> I actually I have an Elm Street like not even a block from here. I'm sure you do. I probably have one too. Yeah. But it's in a... it's right at the end of my road. Elm Street. <laughs> and that's the truth of it. 
You walk by it real slow. Stare at all the shadows. Sometimes I go there and have nightmares. <laughs> I kind of wish I'd lived there so that I could wake up and be like, uh-oh, nightmare on Elm Street whenever I had a bad dream and, and then <laughs> laugh to myself for being so fucking cheesy. Sounds <clears throat> good, do it. But yeah, t- tell, tell me about the, the real-life Freddy Krueger. Uh, see, that's How what's he interesting really kills about. people in their dreams. It's not, that's not the truth in, in the story. In a 2008 interview, uh, Wes Craven, who directed that movie, I believe he wrote it too, didn't he? Yeah. 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 But, uh, he said he came across an LA Times article where men from Southeast Asia were dying in the middle of nightmares. And this happened to, I think about 12 cases were reported. Uh, one in particular case was of, uh, the son of a doctor. So this was thoroughly investigated. He was about 21 or so. But uh, all the cases had the, pretty much the same story over and over. The the person won't sleep, and the family tries to help them. And uh, in this one case of this doctor's son, he said that he wouldn't go to sleep because of the nightmares he's having, and he said he'd had nightmares before, and this was nothing like a normal nightmare to him. So at one point, they gave him sleeping pills, and it, it didn't seem to work. But I think on his seventh day without sleep, he fell asleep watching TV with the family in the living room. Or he was in such a deep sleep that he just carried him upstairs to his room and he slept all through the the remainder of the day and into the night. But it's somewhere around uh like twelve thirty or one, the whole family was woken up by this dude screaming. And by the time they got to his room he was dead. Hmm. Now they did an autopsy on him and there was no shown cause of, of, of death. They there's nothing that would have killed him. He was in perfect health. Uh not even the seven days without sleep had an effect on him being alive or dying. You know, I actually heard about this um, because it, it's associated with the Hag syndrome. Hmm. And um, I never knew that that was the basis for Nightmare on Elm Street, though. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. A lot of it was because it was in you know a different part of the world. There was a lot of um, superstition going into these deaths. And it was believed that they were being visited by demons that were sitting on their chest while they were sleeping and, and suffocating them in mm. their sleep or stealing the breath out of their lungs. They did narrow it down that uh, most of the people this was happening to were Cambodian immigrants, so maybe, I don't know, maybe it's something with their folklore. Or... Yeah, they they did um, they did look into that, and they noticed that the people who, they were Cambodian immigrants and that they had a specific belief system as well which would account for the superstition and it was like a belief in i don't remember if it was a specific demon or a specific deity but they had a, a, a certain belief um what it, whatever this group of people i i honestly can't remember the exact details of it but uh they all adhered to a specific belief system so it was interesting that it was only affecting people of this belief system Hmm. Like it's not, it, it was almost as if something in their religious beliefs was the cause of it. That's very weird. Yeah. Thanks, religion. Which didn't know. Hope you're happy. And we're we're not anti-religion. It's just a joke. I kind of am. <laughs> I'm I'm not I'm not anti people being religious. I'm just anti organized religion. Yeah. There you go. That's much. That's that's how I feel about it. Like I don't even I wouldn't even consider myself an atheist by any means. No, yeah. I wouldn't consider like I, myself I, one at all. I believe there's something greater than us out there. I just 
I just think that yeah, we don't need to get on religion. Yeah, fuck <laughs> that. Horror movies. Mo- yeah, moving on. The Hills Have Eyes was based off a true story. Really? Yes. This oh, one is shit. fucking pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> in the 15th to the 16th century, there's a dude named Swanee Bean who left home. What's with his name? Swanee Bean. Swanee? Yeah. Or Sonny. Isn't like the bird, but with or a no, Y? Sonny. Sonny or Swanee is. Saw it Let's call him Andy. Andy Bean left home with a chick and went to go oh, live in the coast- <laughs> went to go live in the coastal caves of Scotland, uh, where they had fourteen kids. Uh, they used That's to a lot of banging. Yeah, in, in a cave too. It's cool. You know, sexy. <laughs> they had to keep warm, man, <laughs> by constantly humping. Yeah, but they used to ambush passersby and take their food and their money. But I guess uh, some limbs washed up on shore and disappearance started to pile up. So the people near the areas hunted them down and brought them to trial. But uh, by that time, there was 48 people in this bean clan. And the entire family was executed for over a thousand counts of murder and cannibalism. Damn. Yeah. So that's pretty much what they based the hills off, have eyes from. And they just made them mutants. Yeah. In the desert or whatever. I've never, never seen yeah. those either. I saw the remake, which I didn't enjoy much. Yeah. Mostly because I'm not a, I don't know, I'm not a fan of rape in movies. Yeah, I heard there's a pretty brutal rape scene, and I'm good on that. And yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, no. But I never saw the original. I don't know if there's rape in the original or not. Probably. Yeah. I know that one weird looking guy was in it. <laughs> Wes Craven they, did that one as well, right? The original? Uh, did he do that one? I don't think so, no. I'm fucking way wrong, I think. I know he did the original Last House on the Left. Yeah, that's right. That's what I'm thinking of. That's that's another one with a brutal rape scene in it. Yeah. Which, um, uh, the whole that's the whole reason I've never seen it, because I don't want to watch a brutal rape scene. Yeah, me neither. Jaws. Based on a real story. Yep. That one was pretty cool. I heard actually uh, studied that case a little bit, the New Jersey Coast shark attacks. But it was interesting because this, I don't know, its it was a saltwater fish going up into these canals. And only four people were killed, but it seemed to be like this shark was killing for no reason. And for the fun of it, there's even a case of uh, three boys that were swimming. And one of them got attacked by the shark and the other two took off to go get help. And they found a few people. And one a few people jumped in the water to help this one kid and this shark promptly killed the kid and then grabbed one of the dudes that was trying to help and killed him so everybody took off so this seemed to be a definitely a murderous shark and the scariest part about it was that it was in fresh water exactly yeah it was a saltwater shark coming into fresh water they say it was a bull shark for the most part they say it was a bull shark but there's a lot of speculation that it could have been a white shark but nah a white shark wouldn't have been able to survive in fresh water bull sharks however do it regularly it's it's not out of the ordinary to find a a bull shark there there's been one that was tagged in the gulf of mexico that ended up making it like hundreds of miles inland yeah just in streams and um there's even a population in africa that's it's called the zambezi river shark but it's it's a bull shark but Mm. this population lives strictly in the zambezi river which is why they're called the Zambezi River Shark. That's crazy. Yeah, but it's just a population of, of bull sharks. Pretty cool. 
Yeah. But everybody, I mean, the, the great white shark is the largest predatory. Sh- well, I should be careful when I say predatory because in their own way, basking sharks and whale sharks are also predatory. But when I say predatory, I mean big fucking teeth chomping down lots of blood type shark. <laughs> They're the biggest there is. They, you know, I mean, w- like we said last week, they can, the biggest one on record was 21 feet. So that's pretty fucking massive. Like, yeah. imagine swimming next to something that was 20 feet long. Nope. Not going to yeah. do it. Like, first first off, imagine swimming next to s- some strange animal that's as big as you are. Ugh. And then extrapolate that over three times. No, thank you. I just thought about it, and even in the recreation in my mind, I shit my pants and died of a heart attack. Yeah. I had a dream once that I, that I was going diving, and, and I jumped in the water. Yes. <laughs> thanks. Thanks for ruining the story, Mateo. I shit my pants, and that was it. It wasn't a dream. It happened in real life. Yeah, that too. God damn it, Mateo. I'm sorry. Go ahead about your dream. <laughs> so I, I, I dreamt that I just jumped in the water, and, and I looked down with my mask, and like probably 30 feet below where I was. I just saw a great, like the top of a great white shark in the water. And I mean, it was just a dream, but I remember feeling so fucking terrified just knowing that 30 feet underneath me was a big fucking great white shark. Oh, man. And that it could cover that 30 feet in no time. You know, oh, yeah. it, it, it would like fart in 30 <laughs> feet and, and I'm in its mouth. <laughs> yeah. That dream you know? would have made me shit my pants in my sleep. <laughs> But in real life, like I actually want to go diving with sharks. No, uh, not 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 like I don't want to go free diving with great white sharks. But I would go free diving with like hammerheads or or a sand tiger shark or lemon shark, something like that. I would I would love to go cage diving with a great white shark though. That would be like that's that's one of the, I like really really want to do that. That's one of the things that I. It's it's on my list of things to do before I die. Not mine. I I've I fucking love sharks, man. Uh, they're one of the most so terrifying things on the planet to me. But why? Dude, they're just per- they're just like swimming death. Like even when yeah, Shark but, Week's but, on, I can't even watch the commercials for Shark Week. I'm not even kidding. But they're but they're really not like like you look at the percentage of people that get killed by sharks compared to people that get killed by pretty much anything else on the planet like more people die from fucking mosquitoes every year or bees oh yeah than, than sharks more it's people just... die from pet dogs <laughs> than sharks i'm just scared of the ocean in general so yeah i i had a real fear of water until i forced myself to get in the ocean and then once you once you get in the ocean it's either you get over your fear or you're gonna fucking drown yeah in my case i would shit my pants and have a heart attack i like I signed up for the snorkeling thing before I was even sure if I was going to do it. And like everyone else in my family was going to, so I'm like, all right, fine. Sign me up for it. And I was so fucking scared, dude. It was so scared. Yeah. But I, I, when I was a kid, I had a really big fear of sharks. I remember my grandma had a, one of those, do you remember those old hardcover national geographic books? Oh yeah. She had one that was all about like, 
sea creatures. But the first few pages were all like close-ups of great white sharks. That's awesome. And I couldn't even look at them. <laughs> I would always have to skip over those pages when I read it. And I like it, it just used to scare the shit out of me. And then I saw Jaws and forget about it, man. Jaws. That's just one of the, the, the greatest horror movies ever. Oh god, the scene the scene where Quint dies is like that haunted me forever. When as he's sliding down and and the shark's mouth is just right at the end of the boat chomping. Yeah. I recently I watch in. Jaws all the time. I, I watch it quite often. And even though yeah. you can see the giant hinge in the fucking robot shark's mouth. It doesn't fucking matter. Nope. That shit's still really fucked up and terrifying. Yeah. And, and and when you actually see it jump out of the water for the first time when he's throwing the chum in. Oh, God. I gotta go watch that, like, right now. Fuck yeah. I have it. Uh, next to my DVD player, I have The Exorcist and Jaws and The Shining. Nice. Next to it at all times. I always watch those. See The Shining? Shining's another one I've got to give another shot to. I've given it two shots so far, and oh, really? it has yet it has yet to wow me. Wow, I love that. I've Shining. yet to be affected by The Shining. I don't and, know if it's so much I the mean, story or it's just the direction or Nicholson's performance, but I love that fucking movie. First time I saw it, I was sixteen. Second time I saw it, I was in my early twenties. Now that I'm in my mid thirties, I think I should give it another go and see. See if it works for me this time around. Yeah, for sure. You might yeah. shit your pants and have a heart attack. <laughs> eh, I doubt it. Because I've already seen it, so it's not like it's going to be anything new to me. It'll just be a different appreciation for it, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, so it's October. Go watch some fucking horror movies. And uh, you guys, go go to our website the whatcasters.com go get in the forums let's let's talk about some horror movies in there for sure let's get that shit going it's been it's been pretty much dead i think we've had like one person post there yes like, get on that shit. awesome yeah altered ones man yeah yeah but i want to well, hear let's, your guys get in there let's talk about it what movies you would hate to see be remade and what movies you want to see be remade let's start with that or what movies made you wet the bed as a child? Yeah. Or wh- which movie made you wet the bed yesterday? Yeah, if you've got any modern day bedwetting tales due to scary movies, I really want to hear those, and then I really want to watch the movie. Yeah, only so, only horror movie related though, please. Yeah, yeah, I don't want I don't want anything like like I uh, <laughs> laughed till I peed because I'm gonna say bullshit. Bad UTI yes. infection. Yeah, not interested. <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, guys, we have a forum on our website, again, thewhatcasters.com, and you can also see all our shows there. If you guys haven't visited, if you guys have been downloading on iTunes, it's awesome. You can keep doing that, but if you're looking for a place to stream, um, we it's all the shows are linked on our website now, so you can just go click the link and stream the show right from there, and we have a forum. Talk to us, hang out. I mean, probably not really hang out because you know we're on the computer, but <laughs> we can be internet friends. We can, we can do we can, that. We can, we can be internet chums, and you can you can uh, post on our forum, and you know maybe we'll talk back. 
Also, there's a blog we started for anyone who didn't know about that. We've got a blog on there. I uh, have been negligent in updating that. I think the last one was like two weeks ago, but I've got a post coming up soon that I probably should have put out before last week's show. But, <laughs> you know, this is the what cast and it's you guys aren't surprised by that. So, uh, yeah, whatcasters.com. Go there and be our online pal. <laughs> the end. Find the Whatcast on Twitter at the Whatcast. Mike at Last Bone Stands and Mateo at Dragface. Mike already mentioned the website, so now I don't have anything else to say. Great. Thanks, Mike. You. You ruined my. Have a great week. Sorry the show was late. Thank you for listening.